Hey, this is Patrick from H1Z1. You're listening to Local Chords. Today on Local Chords, it's podcast number 012. The dog days of summer are upon us, but we're howling and growling our way through. John and I will be talking with Patrick Gunderson from the groove metal band H1Z1. Are koosh balls still cool or was that just a fad? Get someone to watch your dog and feed your tarantula some crickets because we're getting ready to rock. Only on... Welcome to Local Chords. Today is Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, listening, viewing, sharing, friending, liking, and following. We are your only number one music-based comedy cast from southeastern Wisconsin. Hey, all you cordies out there. Thanks for tuning in. We are John, John and Mark from the band Onyx Cone. That's K-O-A-N. This is our little podcast where we talk local music, try to interview a local musician in the Milwaukee area or with ties to the Milwaukee area as our guest on each episode and just take a minute to try and have some fun. We are glad to have you with us for the ride. Uh, before we get into all the segments of our podcast, John, how's about you and me kick it for a little bit? That sounds good, Mark. Let's get to it. All right. Let's just let's just kick it, you know? Okay. Whatever. You said that already. Well, well. Okay. You know. Mark, so I've actually been really busy this last week. Um, you know that considering I haven't seen you since last podcast. Yeah. It's been a bit. So this week I have been working on my car. Um, I have a 67 Chevelle Malibu that I restored and not really restored. I resto modded. It's a race car now. Okay. And I've been finalizing it. Um, there were a couple little things that needed to be done here and there. So I finished up the interior in it, put some trim on it that it needed. I ended up um, repainting some of the trunk, doing some little things like that, just getting it ready to go for the season. And on Sunday, we have the meet for the Chevelle Club in the state of Wisconsin. Ah. So I'm their youngest member, so I have to go with my car, and then I might end up trying to sell it to fund something that runs as ah. a daily driver. My Buick stranded me, as we heard last week, Yeah, and since then it still won't run. I've tried everything. Dang. So uh, I'm at, at this point, I'm looking for something that runs. So if you or anyone listening to this podcast knows of a wagon that's for sale that runs, call me mm. or email me at localcourse1 at gmail.com and put the title as John... I found you a car. Please take it, please. All right. Anyways, other than that, this weekend has been really busy. I went on a million errands with my girlfriend, which was a lot of fun. I was really happy we did that, you know? We made yeah. a little day out of it in Brookfield. Nice. Um, and then it ended with my grandmother needing a computer. A whole new computer? A whole new computer. So, Mark, there's a really funny story. Would you like to hear this? Yes. So, my grandmother has a desktop computer. And she's had a desktop computer the entire time I've known her, right? She's okay. got it in this little office room in the back of her house. And, um, you know, she never uses it for anything to, other than, like, checking her email and printing documents, scanning things. And um, she calls me, and she's like, hey, my computer won't power on. Can you come over, like, fix this? I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, yeah, okay, Graham, I'll be there. And so I drove out there and wouldn't power on. She was right. Hmm. The back had a little power button that came on when you tried to plug it in. But the front, it wouldn't work. You press the power button, nothing would happen. So I was like, okay, let's take it in. We'll go get it checked out. So come to find out, we go to Best Buy. And they're like, yeah, your mother board is like melted. Oh. And I was like, how does that happen? And the guy was like, how often do you turn off your computer? My grandmother dead ass looks at me and says, 
I was supposed to turn it off? <laughs> what? <laughs> My grandmother left her desktop computer running for over a decade <laughs> without turning it off. Oh, no. And when she tried to turn it off, she pushed the power button on the computer instead of turning it off, like, through the computer while it was on, like, the little yeah, shutdown like button. Yeah, like, shut down. Yeah. Or... She hit the, she hard reset the thing anytime she decided to actually turn it off. Like, turning on the TV mm-hmm. and turning off the TV. Uh-huh, for yeah. 10 years. So, she's probably <laughs> shut it down, like, five times in 10 years. Like, tops. And every time, it was a hard reset on it. It wasn't like it was just a... So anyways, she's oh, like, man. the guy's like, yeah, no, your motherboard is melted. And I'm like, okay, what are our options? Is it fixable? Do we, can we transfer anything that's on it off, like on the hard drive? And he's like, yeah, so it's not fixable. <laughs> My grandmother's just looking sad. And he's like, but we can transfer it. We can steal all the info on it. We can take your hard drive out and do all that. So my oh, grandma nice. was like, okay, let's go look. I want to get a computer. And I was like, cool. And she was like, what do you have? And I was like, I have a MacBook Pro that I run. She was like, cool, I want one of those. And I was like, no, you don't. She was like, what do you mean? And I was like, you've used the same setup for 10 years. <laughs> and you want to switch from an HP computer to a MacBook Pro. Yeah, that's going to be a huge jump. It's a huge jump. <laughs> so anyways, we're looking, and she picks out a MacBook Pro that's $2,000. And she's like, yeah, these are too expensive for me. And I was like, let's go look at the HP laptops if you want to, like a laptop. They're in the eight to $1,000 range, $800, $1,000. Okay. she's like, I still don't want to spend that much right now. And I'm like, okay, how about we get you another tower? We'll just replace the one that you had. And she was like, I didn't know they still made those. And I was like, yeah, they do. People use them for gaming and stuff like that. So we can hook you up. So we got her a new tower after all of this nice. that was um, from this century. <laughs> and um, no, so I, I, we got that for her and the geek squad over at Best Buy hooked it, her up and they uh, transferred all of her data from the old one, all of her hard drive and everything. Oh, nice. We took it to our house the following day. We had to wait a day for them to do all that. Mm. So that was cool. And we set it up and it's cool. It's really fast. It's way faster than anything she's ever had because it's like, from this decade like i said that helps a lot but um what's weird about it is it doesn't have a disc drive in it you can't put a disc in it it has like a little slot where you'd think the like disc a cd rom yeah it, it has a slot like where you'd think it would be yeah but it, there's none in there what's the slot for i don't know what the heck they apparently make some versions of it that have it and they have a button on the slot where you press it and it like pops it out yeah mine has that yeah, yeah. but it just doesn't have a button on it. And I, I spent 20 minutes trying to figure out how to get this thing open just to find out that it wasn't there. It was just a... Why put the slot in there it's if probably, you don't have a disc I guess reader. they're universal like cases. It's the same case. It's cheaper to put the same case on any of them. Oh, so it's just the yeah. outside of the... So anyways, then yeah. uh, I did that and I synced everything for her. Her computer is now synced with her phone. Everything's good to go. Wow, and that was she, nice of you. Yeah, it's going to be a learning curve for her, I'm sure, because there's some things that are new, new on it. And I was screwing with her and I was trying to set up my Xbox on her computer. And I Duck, was like, Duck, Go. I forgot about Duck, Duck, Go. Uh, I should put that on there. She's going to be. She's gonna panic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. She's going to be nervous so, about the government... Uh, Seeing what she's looking at. So after all of this, the whole point of the story is turn off your computer before every 10 years. And when you do, turn it off from the computer. Don't manually reset your computer. Good plan? Turn it off at least once every 10 years. At at least once every 10. Apparently it'll make it 10 years. That's that's incredible. That's really cool. That's why we bought her another HP computer. (laughs) After 10 years, that thing was indestructible. That gets my bitch. She's getting another one. Yeah. 
those are the ones to get it. <laughs> Apparently, using it that way. No, I was laughing though because she was like, "You're supposed to turn it off," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "No one ever told me that." <laughs> Anyways, that um, is freaking hilarious. Oh so, Mark, I have one last thing, and I promise it's not going to be as boring as that last one. And this is related to music. Oh, good. I love music. Mark, I'm looking to form a band. <laughs> Wow, tell me how Excuse you feel me. about yeah? it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm looking to form a band. I'm looking to form a fusion jazz group. Oh. Something that's going to be very groovy, something that's going to be very challenging, very theory-based. What is a fusion jazz group for those of us who might not know what it is? So I would consider fusion jazz to be an up-tempo. No, actually, I can't say that. Up-tempo is wrong. It's, it can be any tempo. Okay. Fusion jazz generally consists what is, of... What is tempo? Beats per minute, how fast or slow a piece of music is. Okay. Anyways, let's explain it this way. I'm looking to form well, what a fusion. What is, what is music, firstly? I'm going to mute your microphone. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, so uh, I'm looking to form a band, and I'm looking to form a fusion band. So a fusion band generally consists of your main rhythm section, drums, bass, guitar, piano. Then from there, you can add saxophones or any other lead instruments you want, or your guitar, piano, bass could be lead instruments, or your drummer. I don't know. I've never seen that. We could do it. Hmm. So I'm looking to form a group, and I'm looking for a guitarist, a pianist, and a drummer, and it'll be fusion music. So it'll be that funk fusion groove. It'll be a little bit up-tempo, some slow-tempo stuff, a little bit experimental, a little bit funky. Okay. Think Herbie Hancock and the Headhunters album. Herbie think, Hancock. Yeah, think Thelonious Monk. <laughs> Think Wojtek Pilikowski for you. Those of you who don't know who that is, try spelling his name. I dare you. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm looking so to it, form a group to play some higher profile gigs. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. If you were to make the sounds of this music with your mouth, I can't. What would it sound like? I can't. I'll give you three options. You can make the sounds. Is it going to be like this? <laughs> or is it going to be like. Try again. Or third option. Oh, that one. Oh. That's that's the sound I'm going for. Oh, that does sound like it's going to be a really good group. Yeah, something. You have like, a name ready for this group? No, I do not. I do not have a name ready for my non-existent yet fusion group. So you're looking to make a four-piece? Four-piece. Okay. Yeah. You're going to play... I'm um, going to play Electric bass, bass or... Both. Electric and bass? upright. Yeah. Upright? Yeah, both electric and upright. Um, but I need to test out my Adamovich basses, so we got to get them some. We got to get them some time on the on the gigging scene. What's a Gabangarich basses? My Adamovich basses? Yeah, they are basses made out of the Netherlands. They're handmade. Um, the company makes about sixty or eighty instruments a year. There's three luthiers that hand make these instruments. They pick out the woods. They do everything. Wow. So they're doing it to the extreme. And I've been fortunate enough to have the opportunity to own two of these wonderful instruments at this point in time. And um, they're some of the best instruments I've ever gotten my hands on. And I'm not just saying that. Like, I genuinely mean it. Like, I've considered selling every other bass that I own right now and just keeping those two because the others don't compare. And you're an endorsing artist for this company, right? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can say that. I am going to be doing some work for them in the future that will pay off, hopefully. Awesome. You know? Uh, and is it Adamovich? It's Adamovich. Adamovich. Yeah. It's okay. spelled like Adamovic, like Adam Ovic, but uh. it's it's Adamovich. Oh. So anyways, cool. that's them. And so, um, you know, I want to get some gigging time with those. Mark, we're awesome. going to have to wrap up this segment real quick, all right? 
No, I have a lot to talk about. I know. Just give me one second. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to move some things around. All we're right. we're going to cut this little portion that I was Hold just tight, talking folks. about out. Mark. <laughs> Okay. Well, that sounds that sounds awesome. Uh, so, are you going to look on Craigslist to form this group? I've already or? started a Craigslist ad. This was my I started an ad at two in the morning, and it says bassist looking to form a jazz slash fusion group. F- fusion, a jazz fusion, fusion group. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Heck yeah! Check me out on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anybody's looking to form a jazz fusion group with John, uh, do it. Give us a shout. Yeah, give me a call. Yeah. We can play gigs. We'll make money. We won't just be in bars, I swear to God. All right, John. Um, thank you for sharing your life with us. We appreciate it. Do you Ooh. feel relieved? Do you feel therapeutically lightened? A little bit. I mean, I've talked a lot. I'm sorry you haven't really talked much this episode. Yeah. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What were you going to say? You were going to say, oh. No, I'm just excited for this next segment. Oh, If yeah. this all works out, it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, right. Why don't you go ahead and introduce it? All right. Now, this day in. Okay. Um, now, this day in. Music. Now, this day in music. There we go. We'll take a look at what happened on this day in music history. We're going to go all the way back to 1962. 1962? What happened in 1962? We're going to go all the way back (laughs) to 1962. Ringo Starr made his debut with the Beatles at the Horticultural Society Dance in Birkenhead, England. Having had a singular two-hour rehearsal and preparation, this was the first appearance of the Beatles as the world would come to know them. John, Paul, George, and Ringo. And Ringo, right. The drummer. The drummer. Also this day in music, Elvis Presley. We seems like we only talk about Elvis and the Beatles during this segment. That's fine. Elvis Presley released what would become his first number one hit, I Forgot to Remember to Forget slash Mystery Train. It hit the top of the country chart several months later and stayed there for five weeks. That is a terrible song title for a number one hit. I forgot to remember to forget slash mystery train. Oh, I forgot to remember to forget. I actually know that song really well. I don't know that one. I've never Uh, heard that one. We're going to skip to 1976 because this one's fun. Okay. Uh, Variety reported that Marvin Gaye faced two consecutive five-day prison terms in Los Angeles County Jail for contempt of court after... (laughs) Is this music all right for you? Loud enough for you? Celebration time. This time in music history. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, what was that? Marvin Gaye? Marvin Gaye faced two consecutive five-day prison terms in Los Angeles County Jail for contempt of court after failing to pay alimony and child support. Oh, bummer. Well, also, this day in music history, August 17th, 1968, The Doors started a four-week run at number one on the U.S. album chart with Waiting for the Sun. The group's third album spawned their record U.S. number one single, Hello, I Love You. Hello, I love you, won't you tell me your name? 
Got one more for us, John? I've got one more for you, Mark. All right. All right. So we have... Wait, Mark, pick a year. Any year from 1969 to 19... No, I lied. To 2020. Uh... 73. Let's see if that one's in here. The year of the bell bottom. All right. 1973, Diana Ross scored her second U.S. number one single with Touch Me in the Morning. The song marked a turning point in her career, coming immediately after her Academy Award nomination for Best Actress in her acting debut, Lady Sings the Blues. There you have it, folks. This day in history. Not a very realistic song. I don't know that many. Mark, Mark. Mark, yes. Mark, Mark. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yep. Okay, we got it. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> okay. That worked. Okay, everybody. We'll tell you some words of wisdom. And then after that, we'll talk with lead guitarist from the band H1Z1, Patrick Gunderson. Places, places, everyone. Take your seats, please. Ma'am, ma'am, put the child down. Take a seat. Thank you. It's time for words of wisdom. Do you ever wake up and look right at your phone first thing in the morning? I do sometimes. Is this way the best way to live? One thing I like to do is think of a song immediately and then bring that song up on my phone right as I'm waking up. It is a sometimes fun, sometimes irritating way to start the day and an interesting way to relate to the energy of the song and the start of a new day. It immediately forces me out of my head and into a new type of thinking. Some people wake up and like to leisurely start their day. Others like to pop out of bed and rock and roll. Find your zen or shake up your zen. After all, isn't zen about relating to and agreeing with the always changing moment? These have been your words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Today's interview on Local Chords is brought to you by Juniper Riel, handmade ceramics and goods from Ozaki County. All products are food safe, dishwasher safe, and wheel thrown. These are high fire ceramics for pets and people. Available at Bonsai Pet, The Arts Mill, and AM Coffee in Ozaki County. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook. Special orders are welcome. Just email juniperreal at gmail.com or check out their website at juniperreal.com. Our guest today is Patrick Gunderson from the band H1Z1. They describe themselves as groove metal, new metal, and they're a band. That was H1Z1 with their song, Eyes of Shame. Without further ado, please welcome Patrick from H1Z1. Hey, what's going on? How's it going, Patrick? Thanks for making the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. So H1Z1, you guys are a metal band. Um, How long have you guys been playing together as the lineup that you are now? As the lineup that we are now would only been late of 2019, but as like the core of the band, it's been like 10 years. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Who, who, what was the switch up in late 2019? Uh, it was our, it was a bass player. Uh, actually all through all of 2019, we didn't have a permanent bass player until October when we got Kayla. Um, but we had one of our old bass players fill in for a bunch of shows. Um, who's on our record unbounded. So Steve. And then we also had our friend, Andrew Bosco from disappearance. Um, filling on a few shows. In fact, the first one was a Maybach show, and I just sent him the songs and said, "Hey, can you learn these and show up?" And he did. Oh, no nice. rehearsals, crazy. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. That's always helpful. Makes it easy. Hey. Yeah. So, uh, what is the current instrumentation in the band then? So it's uh, I'm doing guitars. Justin does guitars. Mark is our vocalist. Uh, Kayla does bass, and Juan is our drummer. Very okay. cool. Very cool. cool. So who's the who's the veteran player in this group? Who whose band is this? Is this a couple of uh, friends that created this band, or did one person come up with this idea, or how did how did you guys form? One uh, one and I uh, started, and this is ten years ago. We started this like out of high school, um, like our senior year. We were just like jamming one day, and we we're just like, let's just start a band. It's kind of turned into something. We're like, okay, cool, let's do this. And then uh, we got a bass player, our, our first bass player who was with us for like four years. Um, and then Mark came through too. So singing. Uh, so Mark, me, and Juan started the band ten years ago. It's been solid since. Awesome. Yeah, it seems like you guys have a pretty healthy following in Milwaukee. Are you guys all from Milwaukee? Um. Currently, yes, except for Kayla now, who's from Geneva. Okay, cool. So d you grew up in the area, too, or, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been in Milwaukee my whole life. Okay, and everybody else, too? Yes. Okay, so this is a born-and-raised Milwaukee metal band. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys just played in northern wisconsin in rhinelander was this last weekend right yeah on saturday yeah um project mayhem was the name of the festival okay how did that go for you it was awesome it was, uh, it was a great turnout uh we got to i think it's rough camping so we got to camp with our friends um out out there and stuff so there's a bunch of bands that are up there that, that we get to see and play with um bands from all over the state that come through uh we just camp out with uh, unnecessary gunpoint lecture and purging paradise that uh, sounds like a good, good time see those guys yeah nice did you say it was called project mayhem yes <laughs> is that a fight club reference to, uh, for the festival uh it might be i never even thought about that <laughs> is wasn't that the wasn't that the name of the project in the movie where they had to do all the destructive acts you know, maybe I don't. I don't remember. Sorry, I watched just, the movie once. Oh, okay. It's sorry, just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible with movies. The fact that I even seen that is <laughs> he's like, he's like of me. A, uh, an accomplishment. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's cool. funny. All right, so we saw that you guys have an 11 song album called Unbounded. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Uh, all right. What can you tell us about that? When was it released? So we released that in August of 2017. Uh, that is all of the music that we wrote since day one. 
Um, and then with including some new stuff that we wrote when we got a, our second guitar player, Justin, and that was 2015 when he joined the band. So we were originally a four piece and became a five piece. Um, and then, yeah, we actually recorded that album in Cleveland, Ohio, which is really cool. It's standby studios. That's really cool. Um, what made you choose Cleveland and that studio in particular to record that album? Uh, standby would put out like an advert for like looking for bands and send us your demos. And we just sent, we sent our original version of eyes of shame, which if there was a music video played, uh, it's that version actually. So the version on the album is different than the video. Uh, we like re-recorded it and, um, yeah. So we, we sent them like that and some other stuff we did and they were like, cool. Um, come on through and Maybe we'll pick you up, maybe not, but here's a professional producer to work with. So that was pretty cool. We went out there for two weeks, and yeah, it was a fun time. That's cool. That's quite the opportunity. It is, yeah. So you just you laid everything down in those two weeks, hey? Yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of a weird in-between because we had already recorded the drums here in Milwaukee because we, uh, we were with Shane Olivo, um, like, we've been doing that for our new stuff that we're doing right now, but uh, we, we started with the drums. We got that off and we're like, well, let's take this chance. And Shane was like, yeah, I'll send you the stems. Just thumb drive with it and take it to Cleveland. So it was just guitar based and vocals. that got done there. And then the mix and master out there at the, at the same place there. Uh, in Cleveland, that's where, where all of that got done. So it was just the drums were done in Milwaukee prior, but yeah, it was cool to, still be able to finish everything out there and have a really good like recording experience. Juan also came with us. He didn't have to do anything, but he came with the, to hang out and support and stuff. So that was, that was awesome. He wanted to go to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Well, the rock and roll hall of fame's out there. It's cool. I, I like the city. We got to play there on tour and when we, uh, when we toured in 2018 with casket robbery, so that was tight. That is really cool. Awesome. How long of a tour was that? Uh, it was uh, 16 days. Wow. Yeah. How many How many like cities? Small tour. Yeah. Um, what, that had to been, cause we had what, one cancellation. That sucked. Uh, and I think like two off days. So what is that, 13? 13 cities. Wow, right on. Had you ever done a tour like that before? No, that was, that was our first tour ever. Awesome. Wow. How, was, what, what did that feel like? Um, it was cool. It's, it definitely will, uh, you know, got us pretty tired and exhausted, but like, it was worth it. Like we were all super hyped and excited for it and we want to do it again, but obviously last year kind of destroyed any and all thought about that. So yeah. we're kind of sitting now. So is that your main focus now then? Are you guys writing? Are you recording? Are you trying to get back into playing live? What's your plan? Um, we got we got <laughs> halted in the middle of recording. Um, Mark got COVID like when it all hit in March of 2020, and we were starting to record already. So like, basically, the instrumental parts of our songs are done, and we're just kind of like getting back into doing vocals and the finishing the vocals and getting the mix done for like an EP. But we've been writing, so we're kind of doing a bunch at once right now. But live is definitely. Uh, a, a focus right now. All right. 
Very cool. Yeah, there's a lot of breath being blown around with vocals. That's probably the most COVID-spreading part of recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just it, how it affects your lungs post. Like, he, he had to, like, relearn how to breathe in a way. Like, he wasn't, like, hospitalized, but it, it still got him pretty good. Oh, man. Well, all the best to him. Hopefully, hopefully he continues to heal up completely, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. So where where are your favorite places to play in Milwaukee, or where have you guys played? Uh, what's what's like your home venue? Would you say? Um, right now, I mean, is in Milwaukee. X-ray Arcade is what I'd probably call home. When it was the Metal Girl, we were there all the time too. So it's uh, it's cool to be able to still be in that space and uh, support that venue. It's it's an awesome place. Um prior to, to everything walker's point music hall was definitely like our spot too but that's no longer around unfortunately oh really yeah oh yeah that's too bad they that was a cool spot they had the front uh room with the bar and then i liked how you could go through the back and it opened up into that bigger stage area yeah that was super cool got to open up for rivers and Nile there once that was sick that's really cool cool yeah do you know if there's any uh plan for that place to reopen or do you know anything about that by chance i i don't know anything like what's going forward with that that space so i i can't say okay just curious just curious so who are, who are some of your favorite bands who are who influences you who's who's your uh you know your go-to bands that you like um i had stuff shifting all the time but uh one of the one of the big influences for the creation zero on the system of an hour for me right on i was just watching ironically i was just watching some of their footage from the rock in rio show that they did last year oh yeah i think it was last year no no it couldn't have been it couldn't have been last year probably two years Yeah. yeah i was i was telling john it was funny to see um is it Serge, the lead singer, Serge? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to see him. You know, he's getting older now, so he wasn't running all around the stage. He was just pretty much standing in front of the drum set and, like, singing and pointing, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was the extent of his movement. <laughs> it's a different kind of energy now. Right. <laughs> but that's cool. I can hear some <laughs> of that influence in your guys' music, Um I dig your sound. I don't. I've I've been to a lot of metal shows, but I don't deliberately listen to a ton of metal music. But when I was checking yeah. you guys out, I really dug it. I dig it. Thank you. Yeah, I can see that the System of a Down influence there. That's cool. Well, you guys have a T-shirt for sale, according to your Bandcamp website. Uh, we can hear you on Bandcamp, YouTube, Facebook, Linktree. Who did this uh, T-shirt design for you? Did you guys do this? Uh, that one's the one with the pig skull on it, if I recall from the band camp. Uh, we had a, a dude, I, I don't remember, I don't actually remember how to pronounce his name, but he was a dude from Indonesia, and he reached out to us, uh, just sent us an email, and we worked with him, and he drew that up from our, our concept, and we're just like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Awesome. Well, Global yeah. global artistry happening, eh? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so you guys are, is this, I got just got to make sure this is accurate. You guys are playing at Route 20 on September 25th, right? 
We are, yeah. So this is the this is presented by Metal Midwest. What is Metal Midwest? Is this like a, a collaborative of musicians? I believe it's um, a promo company. I'm actually not entirely sure myself. They reached out to us and it was just like, "All right, our twenty sounds good." Hell yeah! <laughs> it's a cool venue. Yeah, we uh, the last time we played there was their second to last show, and that was October twenty sixth of twenty nineteen. Um, we opened up for Ginger. Wow. Okay, that cool. A, that was a really big show, yeah. Yeah, that must have been. All right. <laughs> uh, was that indoor or outdoor? That was indoor. Wow. Yeah, that was definitely a lot of people in one place then, I'm sure. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad it was indoor because it was raining like hell that day, which <laughs> loadout would suck because it was just like, here's your gear, and it's in the water. Just like, uh, get in the trailer. <laughs> While I'm actually scrambling around to figure out what to do with my face because I got hit with my own guitar and was uh, bleeding my entire set. Ow. Oh, how'd that happen? What's, right in the face. What's your headstock <laughs> that it cut you? <laughs> I wish it was the headstock. It would have made more sense. It's just like the edge of the body of the guitar. Um, but no, it's having pedal board issues. Like as we're going on, of course, and uh, my singer Mark, he can't find his mic. And as he's like walking back behind me, I think I it happened so fast. So I stood up, bumped into him, went back down. The guitar's around me and bumps me right on my left eye. But like eyebrow. I thought it was my piercing at first there, my eyebrow piercing, and then I felt I was like, nope, that's there. Oh, it's open. Well, <laughs> let's go now. <laughs> I bet it looked pretty badass, though. Pretty rock and roll. Yeah, I've got pictures. I'll send it to you. Nice. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> all right. For all you people listening out there, we have an upcoming show for H1Z1 on August 31st at X-Ray Arcade. Yeah, August 31st. So you guys are playing at X-Ray Arcade. And then you yes. have the show September 25th coming up. So you got some live music shows coming up. A couple so we... opportunities to check them out. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Patrick, thanks for joining us today. We, pr- we appreciate it. Is there anything else you want to share before we start to wrap, before we wrap things up? Um, give us a follow on Spotify if you can. And uh, that's, uh, that's where I'm going to leave that. <laughs> Awesome. All right, we'll do. Stay on the line a sec, okay? Okay. All right, everybody. That was Patrick from H1Z1. Get ready for some events. On local cards, home of the rock. In a land far away. Don't touch me! Where fear and honor collide. We built this ship as a memorial for my great-grandfather, and you will not turn it into a museum of lies. The hearts of humankind will be tested. This ain't no grade school dance here where anything goes here. This here is real life, my friend. But one man... Hi, I heard you were looking for a dock worker to work the docks? We'll shoulder the burden. I don't know what kind of circus you came from, but those kind of pants are the wrong pants for where you're trying to go, son. Or suffer the consequences. If you ever come back to this very small town, my friend, you will be a day late and a dollar short from the dollars you used to have. Only fate and time will decide. All I ever had was one type of choice. But what I didn't have was the time to make my time choice in 
Time Choice Decider 3. Time is out of time. That's right, everybody. On each podcast, Mark and I will tell you about our favorite events in the area and possibly beyond that are happening this weekend. All right, everyone. You got Mark and John from New York about to tell you about some events. Check this out. We got Modest Mouse coming to town. Did you guys know that? Modest Mouse coming to play uh, the Riverside Theater on August 21st. That's this weekend, so get your tickets now if you want to go see them. Modest Mouse at the uh, Riverside Theater. August 21st. Is that Saturday? I'm sorry. What's today? 18th? Today's 18th, 20, yeah. 21st. Okay, so that's Saturday night. Modest Mouse. Do you know Modest Mouse? I well? know of them. I don't know. I haven't listened to them a ton. Yeah, I haven't either. I know that song... Uh, I backed into a cop car the other day. It was only like 20 years old, but I know that one. Interesting. All right. So next event, if Modest Mouse isn't your cup of tea, we have August 20th through 22nd, the Milwaukee Irish Fest 2021. It's an in-person event. That's all weekend this weekend. The Irish Fest down at the Summerfest grounds in Milwaukee. Pretty cool. Next. Oh, I want to read this one. This has cool art. Yeah, this is all you. We have the Fast and Loud Music Festival on 82121, uh, featuring Gold Steps, Faster, 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 Whiskey and the Devil, Size Fives, Jazz Core Friction, Party Marty and the Dirtbags, Andrew Pritchard, the French Irish Coalition, All Hollows, or Hallows, sorry, Beaker, Sunshine Menace, Dave Stone, Anderson, Warren Friends, M545. And Primal Enemy. That's a lot of bands. That's in Cambria, Wisconsin at the Glacier Valley Campground. A day pass is $20. A weekend pass is also $20. I would suggest the weekend pass. I've seen a few different little festivals and stuff going on at this Glacier Valley Campground. Uh, this is cool to see that there's another one. I'm excited for the Glacier Valley Campground. Cool. Yeah. All ages. Nice. Go for it, Mark. Um, also, this weekend is Mirror of Light EP release at the Jazz Gallery Center for the Arts. Um, we don't know when, but it's this weekend. It's this weekend. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Next we have, go for it, Mark. I don't know how to pronounce this band name. This is The Grovelers. That makes sense. With Exposed Foreheads and Lack of Reason. At Kochansky's Beer Hall from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Sorry, you always get the ones at Kochansky's, so I wanted to say it. Kochansky's. Kochansky's. <laughs> That's Sunday, August 22nd, The Grovelers. Um, I know these guys, The Grovelers. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. <laughs> Sorry. Next, we have <laughs> a show at Lineman's River West Inn on Sunday, August 22nd from 4 to 7 p.m. with Big Al Dorn and the Blues Howlers featuring Chicago Blues Hall of Famer Paul Flipowicz. 
<laughs> Did I say that wrong? I don't know. It seems like you just like, saw that it was a long word, and you're like, I'm just going to smash all those letters With together. Paul F. A tribute to John Lee Hooker celebrating 104 years of one of the world's blues greatest artists. Live. Yeah, live. I can't read this. You try and read that all you want. I'm sorry. Uh, Okay. August 22nd, Sunday at the Cactus Club is Ball Stomper (laughs) album release show with Curb Sitter, (laughs) Matt Mons, and Ball Stomper. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know. I just, I needed to do that. Right. I, wa- I want to go see Ball Stomper because that's the most badass band name I've heard in a long time. Ball if, Stomper. If that isn't your cup of tea, on Saturday at 11 a.m., we have the Bluegrass Festival at Pulaski Park in Cudahy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What is that? Saturday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m.? 6 p.m. it ends. Cool. Bluegrass Fest. All right. Nice. Um, Friday, 10 p.m. Nashville artist Justin Walden at Red Rock Saloon on Water Street in Milwaukee. That's Friday, 10 p.m. Saturday, 4.30 p.m. till 8.30 p.m. We have the Falcons at Abenshin Park. Abenshin Park. Yeah. At a park on 1321 East Drexel Avenue in Oak Creek. That sounds cool. 4.30 to 8 p.m. That is. To 8.30 p.m. The Falcons. Falcons? Falcons? One of the two. Yeah. Go for the next one. Okay. Um, Natty Nation is going to play at Twisted Fisherman on Saturday. From 10 p.m. till 1 in the morning. Leave the kids at home. Go see Natty Nation at the Twisted Fisherman. Get your reggae on. What's next? Uh, On Sunday at 4 p.m. at Boone and Crockett is Dark Psychic is going to play on the patio. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They're a two-piece electronic rock band from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They got a debut album out called Hallucination. The next one sounds fun. The Verve Pipe playing Friday, August 20th uh, at 7 p.m. And also on Saturday, August 21st at 7 p.m. in the back room. Is that Collectivo? Yes, that's the back room at Colectivo. That's a pretty cool venue. I recommend going to this show just for the venue, whether or not you know who the Verve Pipe is. Do you know who the Verve Pipe is? No, that's why I recommend going for the venue. Okay, let me give you a hint. For the life of me, I cannot believe we'd ever died. For these sins, we were merely freshmen. Yeah, so they're at the back room at Colectivo. <laughs> um, uh, actually, John, this is important to note. This is a virtual event. Oh my God! I'm so sorry. This is not there. They are, but they aren't there. I think they're going to be performing there, but they're online. But it's going to be. It's even better. You don't show. even have to leave your house. You can just watch them online. Yeah, right, right. The next one we got is the Lowdown Brass Band with Twan Mac. Friday, August twentieth. 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. in Anodyne Coffee Roasting Company. $10 to $14. $10 advanced, $14 at the door. That's the one on uh, Bruce Bruce Street. In Milwaukee. Have you have you been to that venue, by the way? No, it, I just like the name Anodyne Coffee. I've heard of it. I actually have heard of that one. It's one of my favorite venues. 
Uh, I can't believe we've never talked about it. But now you always talk about Kochanskis and Linemans. Kochanskis. Kochanskis. Yeah, this I, I really like this. I think this band, Lowdown Brass Band. I think they used to be called the Lowdown Dirty Brass Band, but must have recently changed their name. They to could this. also be not at all in affiliation with the other one. You're telling me there's two bands? There's one band named Lowdown Brass Band and another band named Lowdown Dirty Brass Band? Maybe they're brothers. I don't know. There's Fleet Farm and Farm and Fleet. I suppose anything is possible. All right, John. Those were our events. Those were a lot of events. I hope everyone finds at least one of them to go to this weekend. Support live music. We're all trying to make a living here. All right, everybody. Those are all the events we felt like sharing with you this time. If there is a music event next weekend that you would like us to announce on next week's podcast, feel free to email us at localchords1 at gmail.com. Well, all you cordies out there, I know, I know. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. Go see some live music this weekend, and we will see you next time. Signing off, I'm Mark. And I'm John. Thank you for listening, and feel free to share this podcast with anyone you want. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. From now, in my basement, with Mark. This has been another fabulous installment of... Local Local Cards!